the following is a discussion with Rachel Miller. Rochelle is a successful entrepreneur and, for example, she has been hired by Facebook to teach to the Facebook guys how to use Facebook. It shows you how her skills are recognized in her industry. She built a team to a number of 18 people while also raising her six kids. Yes, six kids. So far, it seems to be like an amazing story. Yes, but something happened recently. Her CEO, her right arm, sent her an email of six pages long about everything that was wrong with Rachel and with the company. So far we could think, ah, it's going to be a good starting point to have a good conversation about how to improve the process. Yes, but this CEO sent the email to the entire team. Rachel had no other solution than to fire her, but she soon saw that the whole team was revolting and she had to fire absolutely everyone except a small sub team of three people that were separate from the main team. This scenario represents one of the worst nightmares that keep entrepreneurs awake during the night. That's why I wanted to interview her to investigate, to know what did she feel when she received this email, how she handled the situation and how did she manage the transition from a team of 18 plus 3 to a team of 0 plus 3. And you will see that basically a revenue like was cut in half, but a profit remained the same. Let's go. So thank you, Rachel, for being here. Of course. And for accepting to share your story, because I know it's not an easy uh, story to share. So <laughs> it's a hard one. <laughs> it's a hard one. So, and, and, and I mean, we, we talked about it before. Yes. So could you share in a nutshell what happened? Okay. Guys, I'm super, super grateful because I... Um, there was a time when I didn't have a big business and there was a time when I didn't have money to like cover the bills. So while I'm going to tell this story, I kind of want to couch it to let people know that like there's gratitude even in the hard things and um, everything's survivable, everything's figureoutable. I don't remember who I got that from. It's not my quote. I'm stealing it from someone. <laughs> um, but I am grateful for the experience that I went through and um, Everyone's problems are somebody else's blessings. So while I'm telling you this, I don't want you to be fearful about growing a team or about growing your business because of the things that I faced whenever I grew my business. Because just because I faced that doesn't mean that you have to. And hopefully me telling you my story means that you will maybe go through a bumpy employee situation with less bruises or even just avoid it altogether. <laughs> but I kind of feel like everybody's going to go through this as they grow their companies. Maybe not at the level that I did, but um, everyone's going to have a struggle with an employee, but that doesn't mean that this isn't good. And that doesn't mean that I didn't get blessings from it. So, okay, to back up, I'm growing my business. I have a team. I've given them bonuses whenever we have launches, when we have good months. Um, we were growing our team, so we were in a growth phase. But the team, the, before we were growing, was getting bonuses because they were doing a lot of the work and because we didn't have a big team yet. But as I hired more people, my expenses went up and my profits went down, which happens when you're growing a, t a business. Mm -hmm. um, but the expectations of my employees didn't really match the system. And I think it's because I tried to be my employees' friends. And mm. by being their friends, um, I overshared, I gave them too much information, I gave them too much autonomy. Um, it got to the point, yes, we grew the business together, 
but I grew the business for years by myself to get to that point. Does that make sense? So Absolutely. we grew it together and I like that they saw it as their business, but there's a spot where um, they don't get to dethrone me as the dictator. I, I'm still in charge of my business. Okay, so what happened is I had in the past been really generous, but we got to a stage where I couldn't be generous as much in the future. Mm -hmm. um, and we had a million dollar launch. Wow. So Selling what product? Selling, I have a Facebook course where I help people grow an audience in, or we don't just grow on Facebook, grow an audience organically um, without ads, and we're really good at helping people grow an audience. And so what I, we sold this course, we brought in, I think it was like six, seven hundred thousand in cash that week, and then the rest wow. dribbled out with payment plans and with upsells and all of that. And I think when the dust settled, I think we were actually at like 900,000 because we had like chargebacks and um, yeah. refunds and yeah. stuff like that. But it, if the money had all come in on time, like da da da, technically it was a million launch. Yeah, that's what we call marketer math. Marketer math. It's like we don't take launch. into account the refunds, the people who yes. don't pay until the end. So it's so, like the number of orders you had the number of orders I had if that had all gone through it would have been a million dollars in a week and so my team saw a million dollars what they didn't see was chargebacks um, refunds they didn't see the fact that I just hired all of these additional team members what they also didn't see was that 40% of my traffic or more came from affiliates that I had to promote they didn't see the ad spend that I put into it they didn't do all of the accounting and so so but previously I've been so generous so whenever we had a big launch I gave a lot of that back to my team mm -hmm. and um, this launch wasn't it looked really good on paper but it actually was less profitable. So um, so I have the launch and I'm not giving um, big bonuses. And that led to some tension. And I didn't, I didn't see it enough to explain it at the time, but I think that that started festering some issues that within about probably two, three months later, they kind of exploded on me. Hmm. Um, in that time, we also had Black Lives Matter happen, and um, I have a biracial family. I'm super grateful for my family, um, but I had some people saying, you don't understand um, the, the black experience because you're white, even if you have you mean biracial family. No, in my community. Ah, okay. there, there was a lot of, your team has a lot of white people, has Asian, has Latino. Um, but you don't have anybody who's African-American on your team to explain the black experience for your, your students. And I was like, you know what, guys, you're right. And I don't. Yes, I have children that are black, but I don't, I don't understand the black experience. So I told my team, go hire for more diversity, which I later found out you can't preferentially hire someone based on the color of their skin, mm. which... Yeah, you can say, I want to hire black. I can't say that. It's illegal. It's illegal. Yeah, yes, it's illegal it, to say that. Even if it's positive discrimination, it's still discrimination. It's discrimination, yes. Yeah. And, um, and I know I was trying to fix something that we were having a lot of feedback about that I wanted to like correct an issue in my team, mm -hmm. um, but I handled it the wrong way. So what I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you is that what I'm telling you my faults. I was oversharing with my team. I committed like I did things that were wrong. Um, I 
I overshared with my team. So what that means is I told them like the problems, I became their friend, I gave them more days off than, I, I led them to be entitled. Um, hmm. So what this led to is, oh, what this led to was one day, um, I was like, let's let's fix our marketing because you know we're actually less profitable. Let's fix our marketing, and they saw all the money. And so one person on on my team, who was one of my leadership staff, wrote a letter, and she cc'd people on my team. So she sent the the, the, the email to, the to everyone. She sent the letter to the you. team. Yes, and she cc'd them to the team. So she she said it's sent it straight to me, but she bcc'd or cc'd everyone else. Um, and it was a very, very long, long letter about all of the things that were wrong with me and wrong with my team and wrong with my leadership and how it's her business and she built it. Oh, and she said it was her business. Well, what, that I wasn't acknowledging that it, like her, contribution. Her, her ownership of the business, okay. like her place in the mm. business. Um, I would refer to my employees almost like my partners, but that doesn't mean they're actually legally my partners were partnering together on this project does that make sense like let's mm. join me in this like i didn't we had some different different definitions of some words right um and i i um so anyway so she sent me this really really long so letter. she was in a position of manager right she was my number two so yes okay she was, wow she, she was, was a ceo role. basically she was a she was a leadership role in my company almost everyone reported to her mm. and i did that model which i don't think is a good model and i don't remember where it was where you have an integrator and everyone reports to the integrator okay. and you like do your own thing and the integrator manages the people and manages is the it stuff in rocket fuel i don't know oh i don't remember where i got it um i would strongly suggest not having everything in one person because that hurts that person as the authority in your business and um that that gives that that caused what we had happen mm -hmm. um so if that person's unhappy and there were some issues happening in her life so it's not like she had some things that were setbacks in her life and so she, she i think it was she was hurt by me but she was also probably hurt by a lot of other things happening in her life at the time so it's probably an escalation of stuff Um, but she sent the letter and um, it was a really long letter to everyone. And I took the, I think the first it, it day It was I an email, it, just to be yes, clear. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was an email, sorry. Um, the first day, I, or the first couple hours that I got it, I um, like tried to sit and like breathe through it. Then I contacted a lawyer because she did bring up things that, um, you know, you need to get in the lawyer involved with. Mm -hmm. um, for example, I did say that some of the things she said, and then I had to say to myself, what she's saying is truth. So as a business owner, when you have a team implosion and your team's starting to give you feedback about things that are going wrong in your team, you have to kind of step back and put on the lens of what if they're right? And um, I'm super, super grateful because what she said was truth. Did, was it exaggerated? Yes. Was it um, maybe not seeing my intention? Yes. Mm. Was it, but it was truth, um, it, a form of truth. It was maybe not shared with um, the best compassion. No, no, yeah. it wasn't. Uh, but, it, but at the same, no, and the guys, this happened a year ago, and I wouldn't tell the story if it wasn't like for the fact it's a scab. But even a scab has some raw edges. So, um, but anyways, yeah. So she, um, but I had to say, you know, while while this is what happened, there's a version that's also what happened, and. Um, So I had to I had to take ownership of what had happened. So mm -hmm. um, 
And also, I mean, she, why do you think she, she sent that to everyone? She didn't have to. She could just have She could have just had a meeting with and me. And it would have been like just... It would have been... Like we would have... I would have made action steps to fix those things. Um, so was she maybe in a... Um, so what happened actually was we had a meeting, and in the meeting she, like, word vomited how she was upset about some stuff. And I said, okay, great. I need you, I, like, this is a lot of, like, energy right now, so I need you to respond to me with an email, mm. and I want you to write down solutions. Mm. So I, I, I'm hearing you, we have these errors in our business where, where our profit margins are lowering because I over uh, gave too much for affiliates, I have this going on, so we have to, we have to reevaluate because not every million dollar launch means you make a million dollars. And I was much more profitable when I had $500,000 launches. So it, uh, so we were like, okay, how do we, we have to restructure this. We have to fix, fix some things. So why don't you, I realize you're upset. I'm upset. Like we're like trying to fix this areas in our business, but why don't you instead give me some solutions? Hmm. And instead of giving solutions, it was everything that I've ever done that's wrong. Um, mm. sent to the team. So she was really like resentful. She was very resentful. And I didn't see that. I thought she was a lot of fun. I thought she was very productive. I loved her. I loved her. Um, so you didn't see it coming at all? I didn't see it coming, no. I knew mm. she. I knew we had issues we needed to fix. Um, but and, and now you have like, uh, you had time to see it. Do, do, do you, when you, you rewind, do you see any signs that it was about to happen? Or? Yes, a little bit, because I had um, a couple of employees um, one person quit and um, she said they quit during the letters that they quit for me but I think that they quit because of the dynamic mm. that we had and looking back I feel like um, we just weren't a good fit and I didn't know it because I thought I was her friend and so mm. I took the friend hat on instead of the business owner so I didn't look at it um, with enough of a business lens and um, I I, you cre you're the business owner. You create the culture in your company. So if it goes to pot, that's on you. Like you organized it. So I created the culture that put her in charge of everyone. And mm. so they were used to coming to me and we were used to like having a dialogue when there was a change, for example, change in bonus structure. Um, like guys, I'm letting you know, yes, we gave you a bonus last time, but we can't this time because it's a million dollar launch, but it's not as profitable. Um, okay, you think you get the, you know, all of those things. We didn't, I didn't have a, so anyways, I let her, I told her what the vision was and I let her communicate because she was in charge of them. So I needed to, to have more of a leadership role and I abdicated that to her because I was under the understanding like that's what an integrator does. They come in and they start running your company for you and um, you're the business owner. You don't get to do that. So yes, she was even doing that for a little while. I mean, several, it's it not like a new, um, anyways, so after the letter though, um, obviously you can't keep someone on your team when they do that. Right. So even if she's speaking truth, even if she's a great employee and she did great work. I mean, the only fact I she shared with everyone it. is like, yeah. it's like a big no-no. Yeah, she, she basically was quitting. Yeah. Um, so, so while I did technically fire her, it, it also was her quitting yeah. because I wouldn't have fired her if we had been able to have solutions. Like mm -hmm. all this stuff, here's how we can get, get out of this hole. Um, so I fired her, and um, so immediately before firing her, another person had quit, and then as she the, the, as she was um, quitting, another person said, um, "So and so gave me a pink slip." Or the girl that was um, a that, pink slip. What is it? Uh, it's like a 
you're doing this and this and this wrong, but so serious, we're going to write you up in your formal employee file. Oh, okay. And she's like, I've been here for so many years and no one's ever gotten a pink slip. I'm like, we don't do pink slips. We have a conversation with you. <laughs> Who does pink slips? Um, so anyways, I'm like, so, so she was threatening to quit. Then another person's like, I can't deal with this scenario. I want to quit. So when, when she did that, I, I fired her um, and I had to get a lawyer involved um, because just the, the things that she was saying um, were so hurtful. I got a lawyer involved for that one. But what was fascinating to me was I had a meeting with all of the people afterwards. And um, one to one? One to one. I had a meeting with one to one because it just, I needed to hear like what was their perspective. And a lot of them, um, they wanted to have that million dollars. Does that make sense? A million dollars is a lot of money. And so, so they wanted to have. One so, million dollars? So, well, the person who was making 70 wanted a $20,000 raise to stay mm. with our company. Um, so the other person wanted to have $8,000 for this, 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 because they deserved it. The other person, they all wanted a big check. And I'm like, um, so it actually ended up, guys, because the way the launch worked, um, I did give them their checks. Really? I gave them their checks and said... There's the door. Oh. By taking the check, you're leaving. Hmm. So I wanted some, you don't want people on your team who are entitled. I agree. And what entitlement means is they see it as give, this business was for me. I did this for you. I deserve this. I da, 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 instead of seeing or being open to seeing the full picture. Hmm. Um, so I gave everyone the things that they were asking for and then said, this doesn't work as a company, but if this is what you want, then this is your severance and, and wish you well. So we actually lost the entire company, except for two, co two or three coaches. Hmm. And when that happened, I restructured and said, what do I actually want as a business owner? Hmm. What do I want? What kind of company would I want to run? Um, I hired another person. And I hired the same exact personality again. Mm. I don't learn my person, my thing, but this time I saw the signs. Okay. So like three weeks later, I'm like, I see some signs. These signs are red flags. I kept with that person the second hire after the team imploded. I kept her for another three weeks as we built some systems. She did some work for me and then we let her go. Um, and then I said, okay, I saw the signs. I saw this personality mm. twice now, Rachel. You need to put it out to, to God, to the universe, that God's going to send you someone that's not going to be like that personality. So I, thankfully, I, I'm really grateful for that second person that came in and she was, per, she was good. She's a great employee. She just, I just saw the signs mm. in personality that were similar to the first person. Now it could be that I was triggered. Um, but at the same time, I now know what fits into my personality of working with me. Mm. And um, so, so the team imploded, um, girl left, she was fired, um, marketing manager who got asked for extreme salary that did not fit what his role was. He left with his salary, coaching lead left with their salary, customer service guy left. So I'm left with myself and like so two. That's interesting because <clears throat> it's, there is a mismatch. That's why you let them go. It's because, uh, cancer. You, 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, they wanted like uh, a check that was what they thought uh, we were entitled to because of the results you had for the launch, but they didn't look at what was their salary compared to the market, which is actually no. what, as an entrepreneur, we are looking for. We, we are paying the, the salary people. to the market, I was paying very well compared to the exactly. market. And then in addition to that, like, um, yeah, the thing is, is that I'd given them some big bonuses when we had 500,000 because my profit margin was so much higher. Mm. And you think it was a mistake? I should not have done that. Interesting. Because I gave them a gift that was large and then they wanted the same thing, but percentage wise to a million. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And there's no way I could do that and remain profitable. So, so for the half a million launch, what was the bonuses? I don't remember, but I remember that they were, they were generous. Okay. Um, but that led to us having problems. To expectations. Later. It led to expectations. And um, I never said that they would get the bonuses again. Um, and I even said, we're not going to be getting them again. But it just, it, it hurts. So the thing is, when your business grows, there's different levels where you have to spend more to continue the growth pattern. And we were at that stage where we had to begin spending more or we could decrease. And when I, my team imploded, I made the choice, you know what? I don't know if I want to do this again, especially because the next hire I brought on was a similar personality and I became instant friends with her. Does that make, I realized I love being friends with people. I love. Can you be friends with your employees? I, you can, but not at the level where you're having like multiple management levels. Does that make sense? I have because, two employees yeah. and I do think of them as my dear friends. But it also makes them emperor to feel entitled, right? Yes, but it's a smaller circle and I'm much more clear about the boundaries of here's your salary now. Um, and then one of them has asked for more and I said, awesome, You're on, let's help you be an entrepreneur. How can I help you make more? You, like if you wanna make more, Here's, thing, here's three different ways of businesses. How about this? Oh, you want to make that? Like, well, let's talk about that. We could talk one hour a week about how you can grow that kind of business. And um, let's do it. Um, mm. so, so it's putting, I need the ownership of, of their, where they are to be on them, not on me. Mm. And I learned that from, but before I had this like caretaker mentality and I put the ownership of where, where they are on me. Um, and so anyways, so, um, so I, they imploded. So you, you were, there were 18 people in your team at the time. We had, we had yes, we had a number of, of employees, uh, five, six employees, and then we had full-time contractors and then from different countries, but full-time contractors. And then we had a number of part-time contractors and I lost almost all of them. Hmm. I think we only kept like three people. Wow. Um, so because so you all, went from 18 to three in yes. like, what, three months? Yeah, pretty much like three months. Um, how did you cope up with the transition? Like, because uh, all these people were doing some stuff. They were doing stuff, yes. So did you take everything back for yourself or did you just stop doing these things? We just kind of stopped for a little bit. Hmm. And then I reevaluated what type of business do I actually want? Okay. So I don't want a business where I have to have 18, empl 18 team members to keep my business afloat. I don't want to have to have a business where um, Everything is dependent on me for finances, for the face, like if I'm sick, if this. I don't want to have a launch where there's massive affiliates, massive bills, massive payouts, massive. Um, I want to have a simple life, simplified life. 
And honestly, content marketing is what's simple. Mm -hmm. um, my, I have a second business, guys, that's blogging, and that business is simple. It's very, very simple. Um, it's massive profit margins because it's just simple. So I was like, how can I, looking at my blogging businesses and how simple they are, and this business that's not simple and not as profitable, how can I make my life and my business more in alignment with who I am? Mm -hmm. Back up, guys, I have six kids. I have to have a simplified life. Like, it's not doable to live my life like it was. Mm. It was a stress because of the amount of work I was doing to maintain that. It was a stress because of the people relationships. It just wasn't, wasn't and fit. And they are all about the same age. I mean, it's from 11 yeah. to... 11 to 16. Yeah, so. exactly. So five years of... The one just five years only. So, yeah, yeah, they're crazy. But, okay, so the kids... Um, so where we were, the... Um, so, so you decided to have a simple business? Simple business. So what I did is I moved everything into a membership. I got rid of my selling a big course and a big launch, I, which meant I didn't need a marketing team. I didn't need to have this. I didn't need to have that. Um, I didn't need to have uh, like sending packages. We sent packages to every new member who mm. joined us. Well, you know what? I don't need to have packages that I'm mailing out if it's just me and a couple of coaches, um, part-time coaches. The, and I require that all my coaches run their own businesses because we're teaching people how to run a business. So they have to have their own thing um, to be able to properly teach it. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, so they, I brought the, the team in. I did hire someone, like I said, to help be my like admin assistant for yeah. a couple. Uh, I brought her on, intending her to be full-time, but she was a good transition period. Okay. Good transition period. <laughs> um, I hired a, a new coach, so two of the roles I replaced, and both of them, the one, there were still people who were, entitlement is a cancer, guys. Entitlement's a cancer. And so we got rid of this person and that person, but we kept two or three, and they're speaking entitlement, and then that new person, one of the new roles I have let, had, She's speaking the same entitlement stuff that the, the older people so were. So you think it's spreading, like? I think it spreads. So without this first, like your your number two who sent this email, do you think it would have happened? No, I don't think it would have. So it's really like I, th uh, I don't think it would have. I think it, it's the worm in the apple. It's, it's like contaminating everything. Yes, I don't think it would have. Um, I'm 100% sure that it would not have happened if I had never hired her. Now it's not that if she hadn't sent the letter. I think the letter was the explosion of the cancer that's in there. Mm. But the cancer was growing. We just didn't see it until mm. it was so big that it had spread. Mm. And um, yeah, sometimes you miss the signs, right? So mm. in that circumstance, I ignored the signs that the cancer was there until the cancer was just astronomical. But uh, if I had never hired her, I don't think we would have been in that spot. So was it a fully uh, remote team? It was a fully remote team. Hmm. And um, when I brought her in, we just needed to get over the hump of the first million launch. Because that first launch, when I hired all the new team to support this launch, and I had all the new things that you have to do to support that size, if we had overcome that hump, then we could have continued to scale. So like I could have gone back to bonuses again once we were past the growth phase of that next, but I couldn't get past that growth phase with them. And then I realized I don't even want to do that work to get past that growth phase. Hmm. What do I actually want in my life? Hmm. What I want is the freedom to work or not work. I hmm. want the chance to play with my kids. I want a solid income but I don't want to have to feel like I'm taking my income from somebody else. So, you know, does that make sense? I'm the business owner. I'm not taking it from anybody. <laughs> no, and I mean, 
the fact that you can fire everyone and still have your business really shows that oh, yeah, I did. My you you not only the owner but also the one who really create the value yeah at, at the foundation yeah and they need you more than you need them i mean Ideally, it would be more equal, but I mean, Thank it's you. true. Yeah, I mean, they, that's were, what they were meant to support me. As a business owner, your team is there to support you. And if you're supporting your team, it's not a healthy relationship. So um, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what I'm, I'm sure for most of them, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. They didn't find a better salary or. You oh, know. no, some of them found great jobs. Yeah, you know, no, I'm some not of saying them are that. Doing really, but really well. are, are, they, are they having like a salary that is the amount of what they were asking, the new amount? Um, yeah, actually, because I teach people how to grow businesses. Okay. And so one of them left and became a successful realtor. Another oh, one that left is good. and he's leading his own coaching program. Awesome. And I'm like, no, they're doing really well. Um, and I wish them well. Like they, I'm glad that they're they're doing their best things, and I think they've learned about some things while they were on our team of awesome. what they want to do, what they awesome. don't want to do. No, I'm, so you you mean some of them became entrepreneurs? Oh, almost all of them did. Oh. See, I teach. It's something about me. I don't know what it is. Um, people come into my circle and they become entrepreneurs. If mm. they've never been an entrepreneur before, now they are. Mm. Um, and so. I'm super, like, no, that's beautiful and awesome that they became entrepreneurs. I don't see it as a bad thing, like, uh, oh, if they left you, they're in a worse state. No, they're in their, um, the entitlement was sign that there was a cancer, but that doesn't mean that they are a problem. Absolutely. It was yeah. just that the environment that we had, that I had allowed to be created mm. was a problem. Take them out of that environment, they thrive. Take me out of that environment, I thrive. Now, the girl that caused that, that cancer, that I allowed to bring that cancer in, I don't know what she's doing. She's, like, she's on her own. I don't know. I, I haven't like, kept up with her. I have kept up with the other team members, though, and it's been really fun to see them grow into their next stage. And some of them have even reached out to me for coaching to help them further. So, you, um, you, you got, so it's interesting because you were, I mean, you, you, you showed them the door. You were like, yeah, a, I gave them what George, but I gave them what they yeah, asked but for. You, yeah. you were also like a little bit like, uh, not maybe upset or not happy with the situation. Well, I understood but, that but there's you, truth. There's yeah, yeah, truth. Yeah. Does that mm. make sense? I set up expectations that there were always going to be these bonuses. I use language that was like, you're, you're building this with me. So, like, so I gave them ownership, which is good. So I can see, and there's truth about some of the things I asked them to do, like hire someone of a certain ethnic background, which is not something you should be doing as a business owner. So I, there's truth in all of those things. Um, okay. So, so yeah, so I, I understood why they left because I created that environment. So, and then you, you realize you want a simpler business. Yes. So oh, it's, and it's the best gift I could have gotten because them leaving showed me what do I actually want in my life? Mm. How can I craft that for my business? Mm. And I love like finding solutions to problems people think you can't find solutions to. <laughs> and I love like creating stuff. I do love teaching, but I, I love the act of like figuring something out. I love figuring out an algorithm so now I can get traffic for free. I love figuring out how to get number one on Amazon without having to like pay for ads. Number one on Google's page without having to pay for anything on Google. Um, 
And I love those, like finding those hacks and tweaking those hacks and collecting those hacks. Um, I didn't have the freedom to do those things when I was managing people. Hmm. I didn't have the freedom to do those things when I'm juggling all the parts of a business and the management of a business. I don't have that when I'm wearing a CEO or a COO hat. Hmm. I do have that when I'm co-creating. So what kind of team can an owner co-create in? Not a big team. They can only co-create when it's a very, very, very tiny team because there's the work everyone has to roll up their sleeves and do it together. Does that make sense? So I can get into the weeds and do graphic graphic design if I want to today. And I can go make an ad and then pass it on to say, hey, can you check on that? Make sure it's performing well. You yeah, know. because when you grow, you, you're becoming more and more manager. And the... Yes, and I'm like, okay, the ad guy does the ads and he gets really bent out of shape. This is part of the problem, actually. He actually did this legit did happen. When I go in and I make an ad, I'm a business owner. I want to make an ad today. Like, that's what I want to do today. I want to go sit and make ads. Like, that's what I, I woke up thinking exciting. Like, I'm going to play with some ads today. But the ad guy that I hire was like, you're touching my ads. Are you upset with me? Am I doing something wrong with my ads? So now he feels devalued. Well, I'm just having fun. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I created a culture because I didn't fit into the org chart the way I love to work hmm. and the way that like lights me up because I get to fiddle. Um, and so you were willing to renounce uh, a bit of revenue, I guess. Yeah. We cut our revenue in half. So, um, okay. So can you share the numbers? Yeah. We went from a multi-million dollar business to barely a million. And, um, I so bet this year we're going to be one? slightly under a million. Yeah. We, we have. Okay. Okay. And, but what about the profits and the profit margin? Oh, I, uh, I made, $25,000 more than the year before. So guys, like, oh, so you're you making more. more profit. I made more profit, but when I'm saying more profit, it's very, very minimal percentage more, but technically I, in the IRS filed for more. Yes. Awesome. I know. You're going to pay more taxes. This year. I know. That's, I, I which is a, it's, a, it's a good sign. I know. It's kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> but, but I got my priorities aligned. It's the business isn't a business. If you don't have like, you have customers paying you and you have a product being transferred and money goes to the profits. Like if your business doesn't have profits, like you just have a hobby. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it yeah, can be a million dollar hobby. <laughs> right. I know people who've gotten two comma club awards and they've lost money so in that. And so like for me, I've done a two comma what, club. What is a two comma club? Because some oh, people okay. don't know. Sorry. I love Russell Brunson. I love all things one funnel away and um, click funnels. It's a software. It's amazing. I don't mean to sell it right now. I'm sorry, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not saying this to disparage it in any way is what I'm trying to say. Um, but I know people who, because the two comma club is for people who made one million, $1 million yeah. on a single funnel. So the, a funnel. Okay. Let, let me explain okay, because not everyone knows yeah. a funnel is like, you know, it's like a, a, a different steps that you, you take people. So your audience is going to, going to subscribe to your mailing list. And then you have different steps to convert them to see to uh, customers. That's how it works. Yes. So some people And there's had, a software that will help you do that process yeah. to make it easier for you. So ClickFunnels one is one of them. There yes. are many. And yeah. so while I'm saying this, I'm not trying to make it an ad for ClickFunnels, but I'm also not trying to like disparage ClickFunnels. It's just a reality of life when you have a business owner. So some people, and ClickFunnels yeah, has an award. You can pay 1.5 million of ads and exactly. have 1 million of revenue, and which you means you're losing money. Because you have a million dollar funnel. Yeah. yeah. But Absolutely. you could actually lose money to mm. get that award. Mm. And so, um, in a lot of circumstances probably happens. Yeah. And 
so the, yeah, you, you also mean there is a tendency for entrepreneurs to look at the revenue in, and not and too not, much at the profit. We look at the revenue and we think the more we invest, the more I'm going to have. And that's not always the case. Mm. A lot of times, the more money we have that we spend on our business, it just poofs and disappears. Mm. And it doesn't actually mean you get anything more deliverables for it. Mm. The team I have now works so much more, is so much more responsive, delivers more. And guess what? They work less than my previous team but I get better results from them um, because we have a better culture. Mm, okay, awesome. Um, yeah. so, so now how many are you? We have three employees, including myself. I have wow. one contractor that I kind of consider to be an employee. She comes to our like So meetings. three and a half? Three and a half. Um, it, it, guys, this is, the, this is the, the fun part. This is the fun part. Um, last month, uh, my community lead got man flu. I hope he doesn't mind that I'm outing him on this. Mm. It was a significant man flu, so he was down for the count. Um, so it's not like I'm not, yeah, he was down for the count. And my operations person, her daughter, was in the hospital. So we had a time, and I had a software project that I'm working on, and it had a deadline. We had a time where no one was working on my business. Mm. And we were still profitable. So you mean that uh, your business is partly automated? You can leave it for a while and oh. it's going to make money? Almost completely automated. Our sales system's automated. Our onboarding is automated. Our entrance into the program's automated. Customer service. We used to have like somebody who's two different shifts of people for customer service. Now she works like one hour a day. Um, <laughs> that's almost fully automated. It's been amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So it, it was really like a blessing in, oh, in disguise, was, right? Yes. It was a blessing for me, but it was also a blessing for them because I created a culture that had kind of trapped them from their best selves mm. and trapped me from my best self. And um, yes, it was such a huge blessing. Yes, it was. So, okay. It hurt, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look very happy now. Yeah. Uh, and so, okay, and so, uh, how many hours do you work per week now uh, in this business? I work um, roughly maybe one to three hours a day on that business. Five days a week? Yeah, five yeah. days a week, but also I'll go several days without working on it at all. So I'm only required to show up for two hours of lives a month, hmm. but I show up for more, hmm. but I'm only required to do two hours. Okay. So I've got it structured where I don't have to work unless I want to, but I also have it structured where if I have a team that leaves, I can step in and do the entire business on my own and still not work 40 hours a week. Okay, wow. So, I mean, <clears throat> I wanted you to share the story. So thank you a lot for sharing. I know it's not easy again, uh, but also it's because it's not so common. I mean, it's yeah. because I don't want to scare people. Uh, it's very well, uncommon. I think it is common to have an employee struggle. Yeah, of course. No, now, no, I'm not saying that. Most but people see the signs a lot before I did. <laughs> what is uncommon is to have someone who write to everyone. I think most people yeah. tend to, to make it private, which is the best way, I guess. <clears throat> and uh, it's really rare to fire everyone. Well, I didn't fire them. They chose yeah. to leave and I showed them the door. Yeah. So, But I didn't try to rescue them. Does okay. that make sense? I said, if, you're, if you want to leave, I, I see that this isn't going to work. If you're threat, okay, if someone threatens to leave you, 
they just get to leave you. Yeah, I agree. Like they're, they're you, you cannot their, you cannot see the. You don't threaten if you don't do this. I'm going to do that. That's that's not no. That's just. I mean, it never happened to me so far. But if someone <clears throat> tell me that, yeah. I'm like, okay, so it means you don't want to work with me anymore, and that's fine. Yeah. We don't have to work for you know the no. entire entire life. They're they're amazing people and they're doing amazing things. Mm. So, um, but at the same time, like I understand and. They had that fire in them to do something else. I would have wished it kind of went through a different path to get there, but at the same time, that's part of their journey, part of my journey, and I would not be the company I am today if it wasn't for that, and I'm so grateful for it. So, yeah. Thank you, Rasha, for, for sharing. So, what is the name of your business, by the way? I, most people know me from Moolah Marketing. And, okay, and uh, so that's the business yeah. we are talking about, right? That's Yep, Grow Your Audience is because my Because you also group. have other businesses, but uh, we're not going to get into that today. Yeah. But yeah, you are a multi entrepreneur. Yeah, I, I, I love starting a business and seeing a business grow and then passing it off a little bit. Um, but yes, Moolah Marketer is my business. You can find me on Facebook in the group Grow Your Audience. It's and, free. I mean, and you're doing that while raising six kids. Yeah. Maybe we'll do another yeah. interview about that, but it's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. I love, um, I love seeing what's possible and knowing that I can't get a real job because I got too many kids to pull that off. Mm. But I can build something that's really impactful and amazing for me. So And for others too. Help them grow. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Well, 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 my intelligent rebels. Thank you for listening. You are still here, which means you are part of the 15%, the 10%, the 5%, maybe the 2% of people who manage to listen until the end. So you are part of the most motivated listeners. Thank you for this and congrats. Now, would you like to share the love about this podcast if you like it? If yes, feel free to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. It will mean the world for me because it will motivate me to continue to create content to help you create your own adventure in life. And it will help spread the word and reach more intelligent rebels and help them also create their own adventure in life. Thank you in advance if you do it and see you soon. Bye-bye.